This is Craig. I'm Nick. And we are... We are... Messer Brothers Presents. This is our... Independence Day July 4th episode. Woo, yeah! America! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are... Our story, main story today is not going to be... It's going to be different than we've normally done. It's going to... We're going to... We're going to have you a little history lesson. But it's going to be interesting, so... Uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, but before we get to that, what's going on in the world? Oh, shoot fire. I have no idea, but it's hot outside. It's hot. Yesterday was real hot. It, today's hot, but yesterday I think was hotter. No, today's hotter. Yeah, you've been out in it all Thousands day. of degrees. <laughs> I don't know about thousands of degrees, but warm. Well, oh, man. It don't bother me though. The heat? Not really. Man, I was. <laughs> I've been mowing it. and weed eating in this junk. It's. I'm about. I thought I was burnt up yesterday. Then again, yeah, I ain't been out working in it, so makes a difference. I mowed a little bit today. Good lord, I was soaking wet, sweaty. I felt like I was on fire. Swampy. <sighs> swampy. <laughs> can we say swampy on the radio? Yeah, we can call on some, our podcast. Just call me alligator. <laughs> I said swampy one time and made Katie real mad. Why? I was like, I'm swampy. She was like, ooh, don't say that. She <laughs> said, I'm moist. <laughs> yeah, she loved that. <laughs> Tomorrow, today's July 3rd. July 3rd. I don't know when you're listening. It's probably after the 4th because this will probably be released on the 4th. But who's going to listen to a podcast on July 4th? I don't know. Maybe our friends in England. They may not like this episode. Oh, man. We're sorry. We love our international listeners. Yeah. They're my favorite. <laughs> They've still not emailed us, though. Don't say that. People don't know. <laughs> well, we're waiting to hear from them. Our American listeners email us. Our international ones uh, haven't. Maybe, they, maybe it just takes that long for international <laughs> email. <laughs> Maybe it's going to my spam folder because it's it probably from, like, is. something different. Don't know what we got to check the spam folder, Creed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you ready for our top ten? Oh yeah. Oh, have you, you don't have yours even prepared, do you? I got it here. You do have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you uh <laughs> got anything going on in the boxing world? I've not watched boxing or listened to boxing or looked up anything about boxing or nothing. Me neither. I've been busy. I need to start watching it again. I want to watch somebody beat each other up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, tell them what our top ten is. So, our top ten, since today is America Day, our top ten is American-made. Or, in essence, our top ten favorite things that America has created or brought to the world, or improved and made better, uh, you know, top ten. And there's about a million, but had narrowed down for our list. If if it's been done in the world, we do it better. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, it's true. All right. Who's gonna disagree? I'm not a, not me, but Doug disagrees. With we you said we have some international listeners out there. 
who may not I agree. Mean, I said they may not like this episode. <laughs> All right. If you didn't like this episode, let us know. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, that's what it's like being American. That's how you believe. That's how, that's how you're supposed to believe. Yeah, that's how you should believe. Are you ready to start our 10? You go first. All right. My number 10 is moving pictures. Moving pictures. Movies and televisions. Movies and TV. That was invented by the Americans. America. And I mean, I've never seen an international film that I've liked. So. <laughs> Have you ever seen an international film at all? Uh, what's an international film? It's I think popular. the only one that I've actually... The only one I know of, I watched an old Jackie Chan movie with subtitles. I remember that. (laughs) I've seen some movies with subtitles like that, yeah. But, I mean, not full ones. I've never seen anything like French or Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Like that movie they watched in Home Alone when they're That's It's a Wonderful Life just with... That is? Yeah, that's It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen it either, so it's foreign to me. yeah. Nick's very foreign film is It's a Wonderful Life from France. <laughs> All right. Okay. You got number 10. Ah, uh, number 10. My number 10 is going to be Cold Country of the, like Kentucky and West Virginia. That's your number 10? Yeah. Coal okay. helps the world. It does. And the people there deserve respect. Good. Like they it. don't need to be forgot. Go coal country. <laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> My number nine. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Flight. Huh? Flight. Like birds? <laughs> yeah, bird flight. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, airplanes. Yeah. I mean, we invented air. We, in- we invented an entire form of transportation. More than one. Yeah, more than one. We'll get into that. Okay. But we invented flight. Like, think about that. I mean, I don't like to fly. I've, fly, I've flown a couple times. Kurt's flying. <laughs> you know that? Have you ever flying, Doug? I've flown <laughs> on an aeroplane twice. And I just, I'm not. There and back? Yeah. Four times, I guess. Oh, yeah. You flew up there and back. There and back. I flew to Florida. And you flew to. And to DC. Yeah, DC. So, been on a plane four times, I guess. Two trips. But gosh, it, I don't know. I'm not, I don't like it. It makes me nervous. Um, it's kind of cool, though. If you can get over the nerves of it, it's pretty neat. But I like taking off. I think that's fun. I don't like landing. I'm, well, I do like landing because I'm like, thank God we're back. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the beaches of North Carolina flight. Kitty Hawk. Was invented. Sorry, Ohio. Uh, you did not invent aviation. No. We did. Yeah. First in flight, not... Birthplace of aviation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. My number nine is superheroes. Yeah, that's good. Is that invented in America? Yeah. Two guys in Ohio invented superheroes, according to Doug. Well, Doug knows. Yeah. Superheroes have, whether you like to admit it, they have changed the world. Comic books for the last who knows how many years... And look at the look what's dominated the movies the last yeah. twenty years, not twenty years. When did Iron Man come out? Right. Last That's twelve amazing. years, it's pretty much dominated. That's true. That's a good point. So, and the superheroes give people hope. Yeah. Not all people, just some people. But 
I think they've affected the world. So that's a good rock one. on superheroes. That's a good one. All right, uh, number eight for me is FOMOCO. What the you know heck that is? is? <laughs> Do you know what it is, Doug? Ah, uh, yeah. FOMOCO. I don't know. Ford Motor Company. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I wow. remember seeing that on the back of a truck one time. It said FOMOCO, and I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, I put Ford because there's another form of transportation that we didn't invent the automobile technically, but we did invent the gasoline engine and the gasoline automobile. Who invented the automobile? <sighs> I don't know. Do you know who did? Uh, I, I know we did. We, you know, we made the combustible engine. It was invented in America, and Ford brought that to the world. Uh, and in my opinion, it's still the best auto dealer, auto maker in the world. Mm. Sorry, Toyota, Chevy, everybody else. Well, Toyota is Japanese. Yeah, I know. I said sorry. Chevy's American. I know, but I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> I like Chevy's. I like 15 minutes and no bull. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, I have trains. Are we just in vehicles, like in, in, in transportation now? Did we invent the train? I think so. Okay. <laughs> if we didn't, we did it. We made it better. <laughs> so if America didn't invent the train, we made the railroad train, go from across train. the that's, country. That's true. It, so, railroad. That's true, yeah. So that that's what we got. Good. It helped tame the Wild West. Even though it's still pretty friggin' wild out there right now. It helped Marty McFly get back to it the did. future. <laughs> and if it wasn't for that, he would have been stuck. The horses didn't pull that thing fast enough. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven. I put Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and in essence, Disney. Oh. Uh, Disney, I like Mickey know, Mouse. Yeah. When I say that, I mean more Walt Disney. But Walt Disney created an entire world. Literally, like, I mean, you know, there's the parks, obviously. But I mean, he drew a cartoon and created the biggest the biggest brand in the world. Right? I mean, they own everything. <laughs> Disney owns everything. Disney. Um, Have you seen uh, any of the new Mickey Mouse shows? Yeah, Chesney watches a couple. It's, it looks like crap. Nobody's <laughs> drawing that junk. It's like computer no, generated bull. Yeah, he looks like, like special ed Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta keep it in, Doug. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> you like Disney though? Like what about Disney? Goofy. I like Goofy. Yeah, the character. Why do I like Goofy? We went to Disney World and these kids. I was like nine. You bought like twenty five Goofies. I bought a Goofy from every park. You bought more than that. I did. I bought one dressed like an Indian or Native American. (laughs) He wouldn't let my daughter play with them. Hey, (laughs) she might break them. (laughs) I mean, you're just that big. You were seven. Were you really that old? Seven. I was, no, I was older than seven. But you just said seven. I said nine. Oh, okay, nine. I'm sorry. I don't know, fifth grade? Is that when we went? I, I bought remember. all those things? I was going into eighth grade. Yeah, it so I was going into fifth. Eight. Yeah, and still. However old you are then, I bought them. <laughs> all right, what you got for seven? <sighs> Number seven, I don't have one. Let me guess. Build-A-Bear. 
<laughs> you don't have no. one for number seven? All right, I got one. Okay. I'm going to put public land. Okay. Like national parks, yeah. national forests. That's good. Because Who do we have to thank for that? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. The baddest day of all. <laughs> he really was. But uh, it don't matter what country you're from, you come over to America, you can go visit national park, national forest. It don't matter where you're from, you just go buy you a hunting or fishing license, you can hunt on any of the national forests. Not the park, but... Yeah. Because nobody can hunt the park. Pretty cool. But really there's not very it. many. I don't know of any other countries that allow you just you can just come over and buy a license and go hunt it, go fish it. So yeah. that was a good thing they gave us. Uniquely American. Yep. And they're trying to take it away. <laughs> all right. Apparently China has the deed to all the national forests. Yeah. That's what people say. Well, let them come take it. What, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, what are they going to We're taking your national forests or your national parks. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are they going to do? Come over here with armies? Yeah. These are ours. Yeah, Red Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dawn kind of style. <laughs> they wouldn't know what hit them. <laughs> Uh, all right. My number six is the sport of basketball was invented in America. What country? In America. <laughs> what state? <laughs> Springfield, Massachusetts, I believe, is where it was invented. And didn't they play with laundry baskets to start with? Uh, peach baskets, I think. Peach baskets? Maybe. Well, I mean, you know, baskets. Yeah, it's just a, like a wooden basket? Yeah. Or a woven basket? 18, I think it was 1891. Dr. James Naismith. Pretty cool. I think it was Springfield. Let me make sure about that. Could be telling you wrong. Springfield's in Missouri. Ain't that right, Doug? Yeah, but I think... Um, oh, it's a 30 out 6 Springfield. Springfield, Springfield College. Okay. Springfield College. Let me see if it was in Massachusetts. I could be telling you wrong. It might have been Kansas. Uh, da, 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 Springfield College. No, yeah. Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and here's a picture of the good doctor holding a peach basket in a ball. He was a 31-year-old graduate student. You had that how high? That's cool. Basketball, number six. Okay. Why? I don't know. It's an American sport. Yeah. Invented in the United States. So is American no. football. Yeah, but that's derived from rugby. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty positive. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this this the sport of basketball was completely invented. It was nothing like it. No. And they created it. it it's not. It's been 1891. So a little over a hundred years ago. A sport was made that is super popular. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. In America. I like it. All right. <laughs> I don't like the NBA, but... What? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Did the NBA start back? They are eventually. I soon. I don't know. Sometimes Do you like some? Yeah. All right. My number six, I have movie theaters. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of my number 10. Yeah, you're number 10. You had it way too low. <laughs> Movie theaters are way better than basketball. <laughs> what has brought you more joy in your life? I mean, uh, depends. If we're watching movie theaters, if we're playing basketball, 
You can't play movie theater. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like. I really don't watch like watching basketball. Okay. <laughs> so since you can only you can watch both of them, but only play one, watching wins out. Okay, that's fair enough. See, I would like to be in movies. Yeah, who wouldn't? But we've never <laughs> been in a movie. Ah, I've narrated one. You narrated a I narrated documentary. an award-winning documentary entitled Doug. Tell us the name. Sunburst. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Doug. And what award did it win? The North Carolina His Society of Historians. Paul Green Multimedia Award. And what did they say about the narrator? I have no idea. <laughs> they said it was really, they really enjoyed the narration or something. I think I you remember. made that up. No, they did. Just they so had a note about the narrator. Oh, good they job. They did. But Craig didn't That's get the reason it, it won because of the narrator. That's what they said. They didn't That's say what that. They, said, uh, they didn't say that. But they did say the narrator was good. Boom. All right. Okay. So, what are we to? Number five? Number five, Craig. Let's this hear This is it. when we hit real good. They've all been good, but we're yeah. hitting like... My first five are just things I spouted out the mouth. <laughs> My top five were decent. All right. So, all these number, these top five are really close together. Really close. I just had to number them. They could all probably be interchangeable with each other. Let's hear um, it. Except two and three. There's a, there's a reason to that order. Number five, the 80s. The decade of the 80s. If you look back on time and you get to the 80s, it's a very Americanized decade. Think about it. Consumerism's huge. Uh, we have a very, very popular president that was really popular with everybody and won re-election by only losing one state, which, you know, I don't, this is not supposed to be political, but that's pretty impressive. Um, and then not only did he win re-election... Then also in the same decade, his vice president, he couldn't run again, but his vice president won huge. So on the political front, the 80s was very consolidated pretty much for the entire decade. People pretty much agreed. I mean, you know. Looking was, back on it from our point of view, it looked like everybody got along. Yeah. Everybody and was I mean, happy. You, you know, the movies were awesome. The music was awesome. Um it's the last decade, you know, maybe the 90s in a sense, but... The girls were awesome with their big hair. Big hair. Everything was bigger in the 80s, kind of like Texas. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, the cars were cool. Gosh, the fashion was fine. You know, it had some goofy stuff, but it's cool, though. People it's weren't just... driving out around Myrtle Beach getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you drive around Myrtle Beach with your top down and listen to Pour Some Sugar on Me. That's my dream. Like, I've done it, but not in the 80s. Not with the top down either. Or with the top down. And I say I'll never get to. Well, maybe the top down, but I'll never get to do it in the 80s. No, you never will. Unless they invent time travel, which made my list at number one. If you live a really long time and it's the... 80s again? That's no fun. That's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> I'd be in my 90s. <laughs> yeah, it's the 80s again. <laughs> That's Craig's dream. Make it to 90 so he can be. I lived in the 80s. That would be, uh, I'd be, you know, I'll take it. If I get it, I'll take it. You were only like a few months away. I mean, 10 months away from being born in the 80s. No. So sad. (laughs) So sad. Doug, Doug experienced the 80s. Doug did. Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Doug's experience with the 80s was almost my experience with the 90s. 
Yeah. I was born in 92. You were born in what? 84. 84. Yeah. So I had eight years in the 90s. Doug had six in the 80s. I remember the 90s. Do you remember the 80s? He has to. You'd have been six in the 90s. I know I love the 90s. The part of the, up until 2000, my life was great. Till I was eight years old, my life was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I love the 80s, uh, totally everything about it, and that's why I put it there. And I think, you know, America in the 80s was top notch. It was, top it was of the morning world. in America again. It was only a cold war. Just, yeah, that ended. We, we did a lot in the 80s. Good Tore down the wall. Berlin Wall. It fell kind of twice. <laughs> it looks like from looking... Physically fell in the 91. Yeah. But the ideologically fell in 89. Right. It's a good way to put it. So it, it fell in 89. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. So you ready for your number five? Number five? You want to guess? I don't have any idea. Number five, I have country music. Country music singers. Yeah, boy. Why number five? Why so low? So low? I think it's pretty high. That is pretty high. Why Why is it there? There's nothing like it in the world. Nope. And I love country music when it's done right. Okay. And for the first, what? It was invented pretty much maybe in the 20s. Yeah. Maybe with the Carter family. Mm. For most of the time it was been around, it's been done good. Yeah. And then there was a few spells that sucked. Right now. On the radio. It's kind of on an uphill swing right now. Have you heard Boyfriend Country? Yeah, that's, that's not country. <laughs> that's like gay pop music. <laughs> that's what, it really is. That's what it sounds like. It it's really like, does. It's like, I'm not going to be a man. Uh. It's like, I'll do anything for you. I don't care if it makes me seem like a girl or not. I'll be doing anything for you in my skinny jeans. Yeah, it's like I'm wearing jeans. Oh, it's girl. Like, girl. Will you mow the yard while I bathe the kid? That's what it's like. Girl. It's like, <laughs> what's it trying to say? Your it's hands like, are dirty and mine are clean. It's like the boy bands of the 90s <laughs> done country style. That's what it seems like. Let's go get many petties. I think I'll have a it's flower like, put on my toes. It's like, I don't care what my friends think about me. I'll give up my life if you'll hang out with me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Grow a pair and put on some real pants. I'll eat sushi in the park. That's what it's, it's garbage. <laughs> oh, but I was talking about good country music, and it's the best thing in the world. I'm All sorry. Right. Good. <laughs> well, but boyfriend, boyfriend country makes bro country sound good. It does. That is one thing about it. It has so, uh, successfully they've made that sound good. Well, you got... Yeah. Good country music is number five on my list. All right. All right. What's your number four? My number four is kind of a twofer, in a sense, but I'll explain they connect. Number four is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Uh, sorry, I hate Pepsi. Everything Pepsi stands for. Pepsi was made in North Carolina, though. I don't care where it's made. Except unless you're in Tennessee, then it says born in Tennessee. Does it really? That sign in Johnson City does. <laughs> the big Pepsi sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a Coke cat. The one we broke Coke down fan. next to, or the one we got caught in the snow next to that yeah, time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> Coca Cola. I like I like the products. Diet Coke being my fave. I don't drink them near as much as I used to. I used to. <laughs> I was quite the addict. 
there was a time I, I, if you wanted to take a ride with Craig in his car, your feet would be up near your neck due to the Diet Coke bottles and cans in the floorboard of the passenger seat. I had to stop there tear my stomach up. <laughs> <laughs> and you think I'm exaggerating, I'm not. Oh, he's not at all. Well, it was in there was Whenever me and Craig and somebody else were going somewhere, we're like, oh, I got to clean my car out. It was all Diet Coke things. <laughs> well, I started, I don't even know why I started drinking them. I don't either. I, but but I, I, when I, Craig with Diet Coke were like synonymous. Yeah. It was like, we and all I mean, won. I had to have one. And if you saw Craig without one, it was a strange time. <laughs> yeah. So my two for part on Coca-Cola is Santa Claus. Because <laughs> Coca-Cola invented... Not really. They did invent Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus. The is modern <laughs> Santa is is Coke. Coke invented what the modern Santa looks like. Look at that. Is that Look true? At that? I don't think he did. I think it's German. <clears throat> well, I mean, I know Santa is in general, but the Coke Santa is what I like. I mean, that's why I put. Coke so Coke invented the Santa with the red suit and Kinda, beard. Sort of. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did. I think Craig oh, yeah. just made that up. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> okay. What's your number four? My number four is, are you ready for it? I'm ready. The American South. That's good. More specifically, Southeast United States. Good. I like it. Because the American South is known worldwide. It is. And to quote Ryan Adams, all the sweetest <clears throat> winds they blow across the South. <laughs> and that's the truth. And it's unique. It's, it's it's the most unique region. I mean, do any other countries have things like that? I, no. I mean, really, if you think about it, uh, you know, nobody retires and says, I'm moving up north. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Unless you're other. from Florida. Huh? Unless you're from Florida. <clears throat> yeah, but you don't, you, you know, they still move here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm moving up north. To the south. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. But nobody literally crosses the Mason-Dixon line at retirement going northward. No. I can't wait to get to New York City. It doesn't happen. No, but they come down here, and it's fantastic. New York City. Well, it's not fantastic all the people coming here. But yeah. They come here and change everything. Yeah. They ain't changing me. <laughs> Uh, you ready for my number three? Let's hear it. But rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. And my number three and two are connected, but I started with that rock and roll because... I know what your number two is. Yeah. My <laughs> number three is an American... It's American music. Let me go ahead and do my number two as well. Let me wait. All right, Craig. Yeah, go ahead. Give us your number two since it ties in with your number three. All right, so my number two is country music. Oh, I thought your number two well, was going to be something we'll, else. We'll talk about that, too. <laughs> okay. Because that is... these the, the genres are bigger than that, so I didn't put that specific thing. But I'll explain. All right. Country music began. You already talked about country music. Carter family came off the mountain in the 20s and pretty much invented country music. And then it went to Jimmy Rogers basically and then uh you know it's morphed a lot eventually it morphed into rock and roll in one sense it was derived rock and roll was derived from country music you don't believe it no why i think it was more from the blues but but it's a morphing okay a morphing like blues of country mixing blues. with country yeah, yeah. but yeah. that but that, country more became on the rockabilly side and so that puts uh elvis goes in my two and three 
Okay, I didn't put him by himself, but that he Elvis is the greatest American the, that that America. He's the greatest thing that America's ever gave the world. As in a person. Elvis is the greatest thing he ever person. gave the world. <laughs> he is the great. <laughs> Elvis is the greatest person that America's ever gave the world. Is that true? I think it is. Okay. Because it changed. He changed music. He changed music completely, and he sang everything. Yeah, in a music sense. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Huh? He didn't invent the atom bomb. No, that's what I mean. What do you mean? I mean. I, I, I mean, he is as American. He he is as American as apple pie and Coca Cola and Mickey Mouse. When yeah, he died, yeah. When he yeah. died, foreign leaders was like, or Jimmy Carter said said that he I can't remember who said it was Jimmy Carter or somebody. He said, you know, we basically lost. It's he's an American tradition. Like he's an Ameri- He represents America. Um, same as those those things do. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm taking country music into rockabilly, into rock and roll. That's how I drew the line. But yeah, blues and all that obviously did go into uh, the rock and roll creation. But um, America invented two styles of music. And basically the most popular musics in the world, in a sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. and, and pop music derives from rock and roll. When I say rock and roll, I don't mean rock. I mean rock and roll. Rock and roll like fifties, sixties rock and roll music, which derived into popular pop music. Yeah, that's how I mean it. So, all All right, right. that's it for two and three. Oh, okay, good. All right, my number three, number two, and number ones all suck. Then why didn't you just move these to the back? Why? I mean, why are you putting your sucky ones first? It makes no sense. Well, I didn't know what to put. I came up with this many, and then I just made stuff up. Oh, good gracious. Okay. Uh, my number on. three is left blank for some reason. <laughs> Nick is so good at this. I told him we were doing this yesterday, and he still don't have anything. It's hard. Harder than I thought it was going to be. Okay. All right. My number two is the Constitution. Okay. I don't guess it sucks, but it's just... It's kind of like, that's not fun. It's boring. But the Constitution gave us our rights. And it gave a, uh, like a blueprint for the world to follow, but most of them haven't. But if they did, it would be good. Okay. And I almost put down the Second Amendment, our right to bear arms, which is distinctly American. Yeah, it is. But I figured I'd put the whole Constitution because all of our rights are great. Okay. But I'm going to I'll sign out to the Second Amendment because I can carry a gun. Do you want to tell your number one there or do you want me to tell mine? <laughs> All right. I'll tell my number one. Okay. My, my number one is almost pretty much number two. Mike, the same thing as my number two. I put freedom. Okay. What's because, wrong with that? Uh, it's just boring. I put freedom as my number one. It's too oh, loud. maybe we're not boring. But I have a reason. Well, I think we I, both I, have a reason. Yeah, yeah, but what I was going to say is, when I put freedom, that represents a whole lot. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of incompetence. There's some things I put down as my list, but then I thought, no, I'm going to just wrap that I mean, all up in one. Because a lot of the stuff that I've wrote, I mean, pretty much everything I wrote down wouldn't be possible without the freedom. None of it's, none of it's possible without freedom. freedom that was we the reason any of this was allowed. Yeah. Um, I would wrote down wrote down earlier and wrote down opportunity, but our freedoms gives us the opportunity to do all that. Mm-hmm. And I put uh, our pride in our country. You know, people have pride in their country 
But there's not near as enough American not, pride anyone in the and, world today as there should be. Yeah, but a lot of people, it still is. You yeah. just don't see it. They're not as loud. Uh, they might be. We're just not shown that. You're not shown. Yeah. It's very, uh, what you're shown is, you're shown what you're shown for a reason. Yeah. Well, I'm, oh, um, man. And on that note. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to tell you. Well, I was going to... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I I don't want to interrupt, but... Go ahead. (laughs) I ordered a t-shirt to wear the 4th of July. Yeah. It was supposed to have been here July 2nd. Well, they sent me an update. Expected to be here July 6th. That sucks. So I'm not going to get to wear my shirt. That sucks. Okay, continue. (laughs) Um, I wrote this down and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to put this in the freedom because this is distinctly American to me. That we think we are better than everyone else. Not that we think we are, that we know we are better oh, than we everyone else. Yeah. And our kiss my grits attitude, that's how I'll put it. Because, uh, you know, kiss my tail if you don't agree with me, but you know, that that's an American attitude. So. Yeah. And I'm proud of all that. So. And freedom, it, it gives us the right to do all that. Yep. I saw an American advertisement. Let's say. Well, it's not an American advertisement. It's a Remington Firearm Company. It has uh-huh. a rifle called the Remington 700. It says, since its invention in the 70s, there have been over 500 million sold. That's a and lot. That, and it said, the lot. world's largest army ain't in China. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's what the ad said. That's pretty good. That's was that a reason, uh, uh, recent? That's been a few years. So we're going to get into what I wanted to talk about for the day, which is um, what led to the Declaration of Independence. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. All Let's right. get it. So in 17, you know, everything starts. So I don't know. People need the background, you know, uh, British or, or Great Britain sent colonizations, colonizing over here, um, started colonizing. Jamestown was the first official one, which, you know, there was attempts before that, unsuccessful. Um, <laughs> Jamestown. Tell the people where Jamestown is in case they don't Virginia? know. Virginia? Yeah. Um, the lost colony of Roanoke was before Jamestown. Could have been, should have been successful, I think, but... That might be something we cover yeah, one day because it's very colony. interesting. Because they just disappeared. Um, yeah, they disappeared. So Jamestown is the first official one because it made it. Uh, <laughs> Jamestown, Virginia, and colonies just popped up everywhere, and there was a lot of colonization. Um, and then that leads us into the 1700s. And 1760 to 1770, the colonists began to get tired of the imperial policies. Because, you know, basically they're over here running their own stuff, but Britain's still barking orders. Taxing. Uh, Taxation was running rampant with new ones coming all the time. Uh, This decade proved bam, 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 one after the other, after the other of new They were being taxed without any representation. Yeah, and I'd say you probably all heard that Taxation Uh, without representation. They also stopped frontiering to the West. So, at the Appalachian Mountains, which is where we live, yep. they said you can't go any farther. You can't go. They stopped it. We're going to tell you, you can't go past yep. this place that we don't own. Yeah. So, Britain stopped any colonization going further west, and that pissed some people off. 
Yeah. <laughs> because these people wanted to. They wanted to frontier. They wanted to move on. They wanted to keep exploring and keep set, making new settlements and, and expanding the map. Um, so, after that, they started protesting, and those protests pretty much failed to make any sort of a difference. Um, in fact, one what's the big protest everybody talks about? Tea Boston, Boston Tea, Party. Tea Party. So that brawl actually ended up bringing martial law <laughs> from Britain and led to the closure of the Boston port. That obviously ticked some people off as well. Um, colonists began fighting in Massachusetts, so the Continental Congress um, sends some sends some folks and started to, to coordinate with the colonies to boycott British goods. Um, the colonial leaders <clears throat> had hoped that this would work to cause a reconciliation with Britain, um, but it didn't work. No, it didn't work. <laughs> so, in 1775, Benjamin Franklin... Uh, was out, you know, canoodling with some people from other countries, France. Uh, some representatives from France was there. And I don't know if there was other ones, but I know France definitely. Um, and he hinted to one of the French agents that the colonies were beginning to lean towards independence. Um, he did this hoping that that would help get the French to provide aid if they did try. Um, winter of 1775 and 1776... Congress realized that the reconciliation wasn't going to happen. wasn't working. They didn't want to play ball. Um, and so independence was the way forward, they realized. So in December 22nd, not, or 1775, <laughs> I said 1975, no, <laughs> 1775, the Brits, Sorry. to me, probably passed the point of no return. Um, they'd already been on thin ice, but they decided on that day that they were no longer going to be doing any trading with the colonies. So, I don't understand how they could possibly do that. I, I, this is their colonies they plan here, but they're not going to do any more trading here. So, it basically sounds to me like just let them go. Let them go. It's basically what this signals to me. I don't know what their mindset was. <clears throat> uh, so, Congress responds by opening three of their own ports that are not controlled by Great Britain anymore, and... Um, that was done in April of 1776. I guess, you know, it takes a little time to build a port. And that was a huge step forward. Where are these the ports at? Was one of them Charleston? The three, I don't know. I probably. Was that right, Doug? I don't, I'm not sure Man, where they were. I don't, don't know. <laughs> um, Thomas Paine also, Thomas Paine, you know who that is? Thomas Paine. He wrote, I've heard of He wrote it. Common Sense. Yeah. Um, he wrote mm. Common Sense in January of 76. Which advocated independence, and it was spread throughout the colonies very successfully, and everybody started liking that idea. So then Congress decides, the United States, well, it's not the United States at the time, but the Continental Congress decides they're going to start discussing. uh, Is this during the time when uh, the join or die snake came about? I'm sure it is. I don't know the year. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't know when that come about but it's got to be the same period i think it is um but they started decide trying to talk about forming alliances with other countries and they drafted a treaty up that would be presented to them in 1778 the alliance with france was officially established but that's a few years away so june 7 1776 richard lee introduced a motion to the congress 
to form uh, to form a committee to draft a Declaration of Independence. And they decided Thomas Jefferson was the man for the job, so they put him in charge of writing it. So Benjamin Franklin and John Adams were assigned to review the document once Jefferson was done and to make some changes if they thought it needed some. And they did take some things out where he was extremely harsh to King George III. Um, <laughs> you can find online, you know, pretty big sections that, that they took out because they thought it was a little much. But anyway, um, they presented the final document on June 28, 1776, and it was adopted on July 4th, 1776. They sent it to Great Britain, and as you might expect, they dismissed it as a trivial, this is a quote, trivial document issued by disgruntled colonists. Uh, England decided they were going to get some propaganda going and <clears throat> created that and spread that around. You know, Great Britain at the time, you know, at one point in time, you could they said, the sun never sets on the British Empire. So Great Britain had everywhere. They were everywhere. They had, you know, land everywhere. They covered everywhere. Now they're literally nothing. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of crazy yeah. how, how far they've fallen. It's kind of <clears throat> looks like it's about to come full circle. And there's reasons. Yeah, there's reasons. Why are you saying that? America's following the same path. Mm, well, they never said the sun never sets on the American Empire. No, but uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you get finish. what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Um, Ireland it, it was part of Great Britain, and when they were passing the propaganda again, I, they actually found support in Ireland. Um, the Americans did. That was about the only place, <laughs> but they supported they supported the cause. Um, so the Declaration ended up having a huge effect on foreign governments to see the United States as a country even before the war really began. The Sultan of Morocco in 1777 mentioned America as a independent state. Um, and that was, you know, right in the middle, right in the beginning. 1778 is when France signed the treaty and came over to help us fight. I, Said, a, I got a thought popped into my head. What? <laughs> the Britain said they didn't want to trade with them anymore. Mm -hmm. America said they wanted to be free. Why it is? Say okay, bye. Why didn't they just say okay? We don't think you'll survive. We're gonna cut you off, leave you alone. Yeah, whatever I, happens, happens. I don't know. That that made makes they sense. They would probably still be a powerhouse. Yeah, that really doesn't make any sense to how Britain handled this. No, uh, I'm not really sure why. Um, but eventually, um, then 1782, Netherlands um, saw America as a country. Spain in 1783, which was at the end, right before the end of the war. And then Britain obviously acknowledged us as a country in 1783 when they signed uh, the treaty to end the war. Because we beat their tail. Thanks to George Washington. Uh, I mean, it, it was gutsy, if you think about it, how gutsy this is for these colonists. Um to rise against the strongest empire in the world. That's what makes you American. Yeah, it's guts. <laughs> and 25,000 people died in colonists, which was 1%. Okay. Doesn't sound like that. I mean, it, it sounds like it's a big number, but it doesn't sound like a ton. But if you think of it in today's population, that would be 3 million Americans dying in a war. So that's a substantial loss. That's a lot of people. Yeah. 
Um, had they have lost the war, um, obviously there would be no, no United States, no move west because they were not allowing them to move west, no frontier in west. Uh, they the continental United States probably ended up being three or four different countries. You know, Spain, France would have probably dominated as well and come in and created their own thing. Mm-hmm. All the founders would have been hung or hanged, whichever is the popular the the right way to say that. Put to death. Hung sounds better to me, but hanged is I think the technical term. Yeah. Um, and there's proof of this because in 1803, an Irish orator. Orator? Yeah. Is that like a writer? Of, yeah. 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 He orates. Orator. Yeah, an orator. Orator. He tried to start an insurrection against England for freedom of Ireland, and they hanged him. <laughs> they squashed it, took him out, and hung him out of the gallows. So... So Ireland back to America. Where was America when Ireland... I mean, in a sin, they, Ireland didn't send supplies. Ireland didn't do anything like that, but they understood the cause. Um, and in 1803... There was a well, that's sad attempt. for that guy. He probably thought we're going to be he the probably next. Thought great. That was next. I mean, yeah. like, probably no. <laughs> probably thought so. So you know, that's just a little history of the day. I guess uh, what led to the day. Um, sometimes you don't remember that, even if you. Some of you probably didn't even hear it in school. Um, yes. Some of you don't even know what we're talking about. What? <laughs> some of you probably turned it off. <laughs> And not like America had to fight a war to be free. What they talking about, <laughs> Mama? Hmm. Um, but I wanted to read <laughs> what I don't know. Some of them people I've seen on interviews wouldn't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I want to read uh, a few lines from the Declaration. So. In Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the law of nature and nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal, that they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, government are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect the safety and happiness. Pretty uh, powerful words. It's a lot longer. That's just the starts start of it. But I think I think Thomas Jefferson was inspired when he wrote this in a sense. Um, but you know, people don't write like that today or talk like that today. <laughs> it's not it's not the same. Um, but I think it's it's almost poetic. Yeah. 
They were doing it for the people. Nowadays, they, they were, people are in it for themselves. That's it. They were doing it. They didn't have that going off, so they could write easier. Yeah, life was better back then. <clears throat> um, so what do you uh, think? What do I think? About what? About all of it. About the declaration. I think it's a good thing. Would you have joined or died? I would have joined, <laughs> and I would have got that. I don't know. Did they have tattoos back then? Because I'd have got that tattooed. They joined or die. I might would have died in the Revolution War. I would have fought, and if I died, I would have been proud. So, well, I guess I'm. I wouldn't. I would have been scared is, to die. This is a good time. I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. This is a good time to do it. We have a connection. We we have a uh, Captain Robert Messer died was hung by the British. Um, he is our he he's the first Messer of our line in America. Um, well, I say he was the first. I don't know for sure that he was the first because you know I don't know about his parents. But was he from Germany? Yeah, I mean they came here from Germany. Robert, I've heard a few different stories of that. Yeah, those other ones. I, this is factual. This huh. is for sure. Um, the other ones might be true earlier on. Could be in his ancestors. Yeah. But I don't know. But anyway, I'll talk about it for a second. Because he, he lived on the coast of North Carolina. He joined the colonists in the Revolution. The Revolution actually hadn't started before before the Declaration. Uh, so, you know, all these squir- skirmishes that had come about, come about earlier... Um, they had a battle down in Burlington, um, North Carolina, and he was the captain. They lost a bunch of men. They captured a bunch of men. He was one of the captured, and they took them to the gallows and told them that they could either declare their self allegiant to the crown, or they would be hanged. And his son, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, he came over there like, no, don't hang my dad, don't hang my dad, hang me instead. And so they they stopped and they said that was pretty noble of him to come over there and offer himself a sacrifice. And they said, what we'll do, we'll let you both go. If you go and get, there was somebody that I think had got away um, and they wanted the boy to go find him and bring him to him. And he said, if you find him and bring him to us, we'll let you and your dad go. So he said, okay, he went to look for the guy, couldn't find him come back and they said they gave him a last chance to be uh pledge his alliance and allegiance to the crown he didn't do it and so he was hanged um and then his son joined when the revolution started joined served survived (laughs) and moved to western north carolina and lived in cataloochee and well, I say he lived in Catalogy. A lot of the messengers went to Catalogy. I don't. I know he came to Western North Carolina. I know he's buried in Canton, um, but I'm pretty sure that he was he was in the in the valley. So kind of interesting, you know, some little backstory there for us. But you know, these people they were adamant about it. How many? How easy would it be to say, "Oh yeah, the ground, woo," <laughs> and not lose your life? But they 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 stood for what they stood they they stood tall for what they believed in, and people don't do that anymore. Um, we need more men like that and women, you know, to stand up for what's right, even if you're standing alone. So, you have anything to add to that? I'm just gonna add that 
Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. Right now, I don't know about the Brave so much. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I think a lot of people would be content going and just hiding in a cave. If, I'm afraid so. <laughs> because the governor told him to. <laughs> I'm afraid so. Uh, you know, next week the governor's going to tell us if we all wear black shirts. Yeah, the governor can... That, that, that it'll, it'll protect us and everybody will wear black shirts. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to have a little rebellion streak in you. You got to just not... I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too political, so I'll shut up. Anyway, <laughs> we can talk about that another time or in person, something. Um, you have any closing thoughts? <sighs> no. None? None. Okay. Do you? I do. My closing thought is I want to read something else. All right. <laughs> and it's the preamble to the Constitution. Let's hear it. Because this is our <clears throat> America, America episode. Um, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. September 17th, 1787. So, 11 years later, they they finally got to write down the Constitution. So, this July 4th, um, tomorrow may be July 4th, Saturday. I don't know when you're listening to this. Or Saturday may have been July 4th. But because of the sacrifice these men made in the face of extreme adversity, they didn't care for their... Yeah, their well-being was second, secondary to the future and to to their offspring. They're willing to stand up. They're willing to die for it. Are you? We're not there yet, but we might be. You don't know. These men, you know, they would rather live free or die. Um, These men would rather have dangerous freedom than safe slavery. You know, ask yourself if, if... your birth—that's your birthright. Are you still? Are you still aligned with that today? Do you still agree with that today? So, anyway, you guys have have a good fourth. Have a good uh, week. We will see you soon. And remember, this may be July Fourth, but every day should be Independence Day. Independence Day.